0: It's just bodybuilding. We are back from the dead. Our first time, Dusty's second time. I'm Big Ron Parlow. This is Dusty Hanshaw and the producer, Scott McNally. And of course, like, share, subscribe, comment, and... Ring the bell. I'm
1: glad Ah, the 17 people were here for that.
0: Yes, yes. The exclusive (sighs) first five-second crew. Yes. And uh, we are back and we are live. Now... We didn't do an episode on Monday, but it actually wasn't because of the channel thing. It was because Dusty had a important engagement.
2: Yes. He yes. had to have Don't use that, that word um, too much
0: around me these days. Yeah. <laughs> he had to have that swollen testicle taken care of. And none. And then we just, as luck would have it, we were able to do a live today. You predicted this. Dusty predicted this. He said he was yeah. like,
2: "Hey, if we don't get to record till Thursday or something, anyway, maybe the channel will be back then." So yeah, and we'll just hit a live one. Yeah. So thanks to
0: everyone who missed us. <laughs> thanks to everyone who worried about us. Yes, you know we. It's it's nice to know that there are people out there that that will really actually miss the show if they weren't. You know what I mean? Like there were there were some. They were like, "What." people were like hey and then like still like today even i had someone message me they're like hey i'm trying to find your episode your latest episode what's going on like not everyone heard the news not everyone lives on instagram you know what i mean
2: yeah and
0: uh so yeah it's uh we're very very lucky and fortunate and uh we're back so i don't know anything you want to say about this scott live and learn
2: Whew, yeah, I'm happy to be back, first of all. And second of all, you, we're back for now. Who knows what'll happen? You know, this is one of those things where as much as uh, we enjoy being on the platform, um, there are gonna be some changes moving forward because this channel, it's too, like what we do here, it's too important to me to, um, to possibly compromise it. So I'm not sure exactly, like this is, I mean, this is literally, we just got the channel back basically this afternoon so it's still all settling in um there's going to be content that won't be available on youtube that doesn't mean that content won't be available we have a ton of people you know we we've all been commenting and 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 sharing stuff on social media about this and we've had a ton of people who've said like oh well that's terrible i'm sorry to hear that but it doesn't bother me because i'm on spotify or i'm on itunes you know (laughs) so thank you guys the foundation is always the audio If you don't see us, if something happens, uh, go to Rumble. I've got the uh, Rumble in the link right here at the description. Save that. You know, I know it's a platform you're not used to, but we're consistent. We come out every Wednesday with this show, and everything's going to get moved around. Some of the the gear-related stuff, I'm probably just not going to be able to have that on the channel here. But here's the thing. I'm going to get rid of a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that could be questionable for YouTube. We can still have all that content and in a place That is welcoming to us instead of trying to fight with YouTube and that stuff I'll put that stuff where we don't have problems and that gives us the freedom to take it as far as we want We don't have to edit ourselves as much and for you guys who enjoy the shows, they'll all still be available um, on video on audio as always And, and Here's my thought I could either try to hold on to the past or I could embrace what we're capable of and i feel like i'm a much better video creator we're a much better team than we've ever been and 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 what would be the point of reliving those old shows when we have so much more that we can do so that's all i got to say about that and i look forward to the ride
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks for uh, you did a lot of work the last couple of days. I know we were all you yes. know, doing what we could, <laughs> but but Scott Scott was like writing appeal letters and re-editing everything and just a ton of work. So so thank you for that. And, My pleasure. Yeah, onward and upward. And then you know one thing that really really irritated me about the whole thing was we had that Kevin Lavrone reel that we put on oh. Instagram like two weeks ago. Yeah, that thing bit, and it went viral, and and then we lost the channel. So everyone was seeing the reel. There's a bunch of comments on that that viral reel. Like, where can I find this episode? You know, like <laughs> we just lost the channel, and I was like, oh my god, we had this awesome viral reel, and people, and then you people- guys,
2: you guys went on uh, the uh, Flexes podcast, and yes. I haven't been there yet because I was kind of like stepping back a from busy. youtube but i hear everybody was everybody was commenting over there like oh my god i where, where can i find this great show that you guys are on and it- yeah yeah <laughs> those comments are like i can't find their show what are they talking about you know and yeah. of course we we were just oblivious
0: like you know that day that day everything was still good so yeah. so uh so yeah so needless to say i have a new app on my phone just in case and uh i'm raring to go Hell yeah! So, you know what I mean, and and the the whole time we were doing this, like, I was thinking of Gary V. That guy got in my head years ago, and he's still in there all the time. He's I love like, Gary. Don't complain about the rules; just use them to win. Yeah, right. Like. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? You can't change the rules. So what? They change the rules. My favorite clip of him is the one guy stands up. He's like, "I've got this great idea." This was years ago. He goes, "I got this great idea for a weed delivery business, but we, you know, like, just blah, blah 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 blah." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you know, this here. you're killing <laughs> us. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> for your yard, <laughs> means, um, but got but he goes, "I got this great them. idea for business, and I hmm. want to like, you know, I got this system, and it's, but you know, the state I'm in just won't allow, you know." that type of service and he's going on and on. And Gary goes, well, move to Colorado. Yeah. And the guy's like, what? He's like, "What? you're just complaining. It's just noise. Just move to Colorado. They, they allow that. So like, just go. (laughs) And I was like, I love that. You know, pretty simple. So what was that?
1: It's a pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Look
2: at, we're all in black today. This is the, this is the look, I guess. What happens when
1: you come back from a funeral? Right, Back in black. <laughs> okay. Okay. So
0: I shot a training video today with Mutant. I had a good day.
2: No good kidding. Day How, filming. What did you, So what does that entail? Because like, I like, understand, Ron, that for most everybody that's a part of this conversation, outside of Dusty, and now I've had the opportunity to see some, some Mutant content shot. What does that entail?
0: Well, you know, um, we uh, got a new member on Team Mutant. Who's that? And uh, I don't think I can say yet.
2: Oh, oh, it's like, okay, never yeah, mind. I don't think never I can mind. say
0: because we did like a launch video for for okay. today, You know what I mean? And uh, okay. so I shot a workout with him. I trained back with him. Yeah. And uh, we shot a little bit of like, you know, other like little shorts, you know, like little tips and stuff. We did some of the mutant video stuff. Just the tip. Yeah. And yeah, so we started at uh, like 1030. We got to the gym and uh, I got home at four. So it was a good day at the gym. We got lots, lots of stuff filmed. There was a real workout. We trained back together, and uh, and then there was a little bit of pretending to work out because we had to we had some new hoodies and new t shirts that were kind of like training in, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're kind of you're just giving the camera guy eight perfect reps with like a prep weight, you know, just so he can get the put the shots together, make it look like you're really <clears throat> make some faces, you know? And uh, yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I'm 48 years old and I'm getting paid to pretend to work out, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's just awesome to me,
2: you know? So you know, that's winning. I'll tell you what, while we're chatting here, I'm gonna tell you guys, everybody in the live stream, leave us some topics. So as you can imagine, we aren't really super prepared. I I do have a list of um questions that were left. Over at uh, my personal Instagram, I ran one of those uh, like "Ask Me Anything" things, so we can grab some stuff from there. Maybe Dusty's got some stuff. I know Ron, you were busy today. I can pull up the Patreon too, but I want to throw this in: is like, just guys, we're here to hang out with you, so ask us questions and we shall fire away. You guys banter, then I'll pull up uh, Patreon and try to get things rolling. Yeah. I'm not prepared. The one, it's been a busy day. I see the one.
0: I see the one person commented. Ron fudged
1: up already. Yeah. <laughs> As you were telling the story, I knew where it was going. I was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" no. Yeah. There you go. We'll get it. We'll get it. You're right, doing really right good at editing. Though. Right back to editing what I say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Ron did say something really funny in text, and it was so perfect. He said, "What? Did it, how did you phrase it? You said they're they're complaining, or what is it? They're trying to control the sounds we make with our mouths." no, yeah, like with social media in general,
0: <laughs> uh, that's a term that Rogan uses. He's like controlling speech is so weird to me. They're the sounds you make with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it just it makes it sound even more ridiculous when you put it that way. Like certain sounds are not allowed, you know? Yeah, Oh man.
1: Nick uh, wants to know if the new athlete is Canadian. Is he Canadian? I don't even know if it's a he, Nick. I don't know any of these things. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, we couldn't know, we we do that. What, you guys don't want to get uh, Ron
2: fired, do you? Come on now. The, the fact that he's asking the question, I'm like, six times. times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: well, you don't want to do what I did.
1: You know, Scott, when I when I first got lined up with Mutant and it was a done deal, we shouldn't sign the paperwork. Yeah. I did like, a, you know, guess which uh, which company I'm going with. And I just put a bottle of Mutant Strawberry shake, the the ISO, actually it was the pro that they used to make, and I just mix it up and I put it in a clear glass. Okay. Five people. That's mutant. I could tell by oh. the way it mixes. I was like, oh,
2: you're kidding me. <laughs> Look, some some it, <laughs> looks so, it, it looks so thick and
0: creamy. That's got to be the mutant strawberry. That's cool. literally like,
1: I mean, I took it down. I was like, uh, how would you know a strawberry shake was theirs? I mean, Yeah some, I was
0: trying to be smart.
2: Clear glass. Yeah. Oh yeah, good work. Yeah. How about the this Viscosity. One? We had we had one asking somebody word. asking us there. Somebody had asked us, uh, "How do you deal with the dating scene as a young bodybuilder?" And then Tina throws in, "Or how about as an old bodybuilder?" <laughs> 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 Valid questions on both.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, uh, I saw a good meme the other day. For guys like us that are all married up, it was. Uh, right. Do you ever look around at the dating world and think, "Man, I got the last chopper out of Vietnam"? <laughs> <laughs> that's painfully accurate. <laughs> you know, oh, that's and, uh, rough. So that's sometimes I just think, "Man, I don't know how people do it." It sounds like it's crazy out there. Yeah, you know, I
1: don't think it matters that you're in bodybuilding. That's the that's the thing is. Um, if, because if, I, mean, I know who asked that question, he's not a psychopath. It's not like he can't balance life and other things. It's, it's, you know, I, I think the problem that I ran into with bodybuilding was um, people that understood just goal oriented in anything, because that's how I was with my business. That's how I was with a lot of, you know, all areas of my life, and that would get in the way because people want all the things that come along with, like, say they're into your physique, male or female, they like that. But then they're bothered that there's certain things you have to do to maintain that.
2: And oh that's, yeah.
1: You know, and same thing goes with financially. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I want I want a man or woman who who does well financially." Then they're mad that they're busy all the time. And I'm like, well, that's part of that deal yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you want to live in a twenty million dollar house, your husband's probably working eighty hours a week. Gotcha. Yeah. You won't see him. But it'll yeah. be a nice place. Yeah. Here in
1: the pool yeah. boy.
0: And and um, I uh. I, I am really glad that I missed that, like this current era of dating, you know, I just, I hear the nightmare stories of, you know, the message in 20 people and all that stuff. All I could say, if I had advice is don't chase anybody. Like, I just, I just think like, Waste, waste of time you, you, people like you, you gotta. it's got to be more organic than that you just got to get to know people and that's how it always usually works I don't know
1: Dusty might disagree 7% of the time it works 100% of the time
2: <clears throat> <laughs> I like that one
1: but yeah you know they've got to be
0: they you know like Dusty said they might like the fact that you look like you train but they hate the fact that you're at the gym all the time that's just never going to work you know So there's a lot of that.
2: All right. We've got a new Patreon subscriber. He's got a question that is absolutely perfect for you guys because both of you have done your fair share of traveling. What's the best way to find good bodybuilding-equipped gyms while traveling for work? That's easy. You just watch
1: uh, Ron's Mutant on a Man, check (laughs) towns you were in, Get a full review of the gym and meet the owner before you even show up.
0: Yeah, that does help. I've had so many people message me over the years, like hundreds of people yeah. and say, uh, hey, you know, I, I, I was in San Diego for work. So I went and checked out the gym because I saw your episode Yeah, where I was in Chicago for work and I went and checked out USA Gym, you know, like and it was awesome, and I told the owner I was there because of your show, and he was really happy to meet, and, you know, like, just, I've just had so many of those messages over the years, and it's, like, one of the coolest parts of the show is that there's other people out there that, like, need that information. Like, yeah. that's, that's information is actually really important to some people. Like, they really appreciate it, and I'm like, wow, this is awesome, you know? Because a lot of people just, like, gym porn, you know, they're just watching it at home, but other people, they're like, like, I I know a guy at my gym, He's been to like 20 of the gyms that I did episodes at because he travels a lot for work. That's cool. So he just, just listing off all the gyms he's gone to because of the show. You yeah, know, He just went to Muscle Factory in Phoenix. Like, yep.
1: you know, so it's like, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I think you the, know? you know, take advantage of the fact that you have Instagram too. I mean, obviously you can do searches and, and research, but it's not great. I have people message me all the time asking, do you know a good gym in this area? It might even be somewhere I've lived, but they'll just ask. So, and and if I do, I I can usually take care of, I mean, I had this one guy bother me just like two weeks ago, looking for a gym in Arizona, Flex Lewis. Anyways, I said, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I mean, we all run into that thing. I mean, he, he messaged me. He's like, I'm in Arizona. Uh, and he wanted about the gym. So I set him up at the gym and then we're going back and forth the next day. And he goes, you're not here." I was like, "No, I'm in South Carolina." Well, you were answering as if you were here. I said, "No, I was answering as if you needed a gym in Arizona and I could get you one."
0: Yeah. Right. I need to be there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That was awesome. And I get hit up too all the time. People message me all the time, "Hey, I'm going to, you know, this city in Europe. Do you know of a gym?" I'm like, "Actually, I do."
1: <laughs> of course you does. know.
0: I I know a bodybuilder who lives there and he trains here, you know, like that if, even if I've never been there, it's just the network of gyms and I know a lot of gym nerds and those hardcore gym equipment guys that collect stuff. And and those guys know so much like, oh, this gym's out of or this piece is out of, you know, this gym in Georgia or whatever, you know, like. And so you just build a network of stuff. And I always send people to, you know, the most hardcore gym I can.
2: Yeah. That gives me an idea. So uh, you know, I mentioned to you guys before, um, so Jordan Janowitz, who's a really great IFBB pro oh, from yeah. here in Detroit, moved down to Texas, and he's training at Metro Flex. And he said, hey, you should get uh, Brian Dobson on the show. And I said, well, why don't you ask him? And so, of course, things fell apart. We were gone for a week or whatever. But uh, he got back to me in that time. and He was like, hey, Brian's up to get on the show. So imagine if we get Brian Dobson on the show. And we get him just telling stories about Metroflex. Like he's got to have Ronnie stories, but think about oh, all the other oh, crazy stories about people we don't stories. know. Yes, Ron, you're a gym yeah. owner. I mean, we've all been at. He's gym also three. been yeah. There. yeah. Well, hey, what what about
0: like his? Um, what did you call it, Dusty Microphone Man? What was the guy you were talking about? Harmonica? No, that? that's somebody. Harmonica else. Man. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Ryan's got to have. Well, I mean, what's Metroflex's Harmonica Man like? Yeah, does he like also Dancho? deadlift 700 pounds? Yeah. With the harmonica you know? in his mouth. And he does real heavy head harness stuff, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. The harmonica guy from Metroflex does head
1: harness stuff. I guarantee it. And he's yeah. a surgeon and he's wearing scrubs. So I had to bring yeah. someone else in to
0: bothers me. Just um, maximize the scrubs. weirdness. So
2: what if we get Brian on and then after that. We get Dylan Armbrust on, and we do, like, the exact same thing. Get him to tell us stories about, like, Phil oh Heath yeah. coming in and training at 3 a.m., stuff like that. Oh, that just sounds like a new series, Scott. I think so. I a very ad-friendly, YouTube-friendly. YouTube, please monetize <laughs> Family our content. Family-friendly Family content. Your up. kids could watch <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe we
0: will be what saves disney plus (laughs) yeah right (laughs) 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 they screwed up with mando and everything that they botched but we we could be the salvation
2: of disney plus that could be great you know that'd be great okay Think we did get so you're getting a ton of comments and guys the more you're commenting live I can't either I'm trying but the more you comment live the better the more people will see us we probably need the boost right now because we haven't had any like we've had the least (laughs) views would you since I started the channel like we've we have not had less views than this since the channel did not
0: exist I looked at the channel again today and our last episode which was the one about social media and bodybuilding it was only up for like a couple hours if that and it I, wasn't even at a thousand yeah. views yet right yeah so it's at 1000 views which is like p- pathetic that's like our soul. first episode right right so uh, it was just depressing because i thought that was a good episode right so maybe everyone wanna if you missed the last episode argh, give it a hit it's i think
2: though it. so i'm gonna tell you guys something i want to give advice too here so i learned something there's one thing you don't want to do if you get your channel terminated and you're in the appeal process do not create another YouTube channel. Yes. Okay? We found that out. Yeah. So I learned that myself. Actually, I'm sorry. I am taking credit here. One of our li- one of our listeners <laughs> I told that me. I yelled at by yeah. Listener. yeah. One of our yeah. listeners told us. He DM'd me on Instagram and he was like, hey, it's not a good idea. That's against uh, their regulations. And I was like, nah, I'll be fine. And then I move on and like three minutes later I was like, Huh. And then I do a search. And yeah, you're not supposed to do that. So I went over and I deleted. They don't it. like the end around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I went over and I deleted it, right? Well, in conversation, uh, in getting this thing reinstated, they said, Yeah, we don't like when people do that. And I told them, I was like, Listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. I actually did that. But then I realized it was against the rule. So I deleted it. And they are like, Oh, we know. I was <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't miss oh. that. <laughs> They're like, Oh, we know. Yeah, we know about that. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I imagine, you know, I, I had like another a wife guy always
1: knows. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I had another guy reach out. He goes, "There's not many humans that work there." He said the computers do the real heavy share of the lifting, uh, with all of the all of the contact and the emails that are coming out. That's all. But then the people that you do get to, they know everything that's gone on in your channel. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I'm really
2: glad that we got a human. Yeah, so I to work. yeah. I just figured I'd throw that out there because I wanted to share that with anybody else that was dealing with anything. Um, moving forward, you guys keep throwing us questions. We got one from Marcus. He asked us, um, will it be beneficial to eat food uh, high at the GI index? And the athlete on cycle will utilize that the body produces larger amounts of insulin. So I guess he's saying like, If you're all geared up, should you be eating high glycemic carbs like cereal all day long? Or what are your thoughts, guys? Uh, Well, some people dispose of glucose
0: so much better than others. Like the guys that can eat, you know, breakfast, cereal and ice cream all the time and 6,000 calories a day and they stay really lean. Those guys just they just don't have to worry about their carbs as much. I mean, you know what I mean? As far as carb choices go and the amount of insulin your pancreas makes is is. I think more based on the total grams of carbs than it is whether they're sugar or complex. Cause it's, it's all becomes blood sugar that has to be controlled. So I'm not too sure what the production of insulin difference is. Do you know, Scott, like if you eat hundred grams of sugar, do you actually make more insulin than if you eat hundred grams from rice? Or is it just spread out over same well, amount of insulin spread out over time? I don't I know. I think
2: you're going to get a higher blood sugar spike, right? Because it's all yeah. going to hit your system at once. And- so you get a, a faster, like more at once.
0: You'll get yeah. more made at once. Yeah. But and I'm I think just that, wondering
2: if the total amount equals. I don't know if the total amount equals. Cause I, I just think that the, the higher your blood sugar goes, your blood sugar is not going to go as high from say eating uh, an equivalent amount of oats right. or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not going to go as high because it's, it's not hitting you all at once. It's going to be more stable. And I can say that I feel like I've met a lot of guys that are, maybe they're trying to get leaner and they're still using a lot of really simple carbs and just like just pro tip as just a coach. I've, I've had people remove some of that stuff, replace it with more complex carbs and that in itself, we might even have to lower carbs. They, they start to lose fat or, you know, they, they, they get a better composition. Of course it's like, I don't know. It's not across the board. Like you said, Ron, I, I can't speak right. for everyone, but yeah. yeah, it's something you definitely will store more fat around training is that when you would use fast acting carbs well, guys that was
0: the old school way to do it was post-workout is when you'd have like you know that was like the old school way to spike your spike your insulin post-workout we did that for years in the 90s like everyone did that
1: yeah I, i'm Ooh. just laughing because the the question and the answer was in line with what we always say which is you just asked uh two guys that prep people three but i was just listening uh, a question, and no one really answered it because it doesn't matter. Ron's helped a million <laughs> people turn pro. He's been three hundred and thirty pounds. I've been over three hundred pounds. When you're, never when you're been looking at that detail of trying to put on mass, which was the question, don't worry about it. Like that's right. why I started smiling in the middle because I was like, this is what pe- happens in people's brains. Was you two guys talking to each other, and then somebody in the corner going, it doesn't matter. Yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. yeah yeah this is what i say eat mostly complex
0: carbs and then you know when you gotta really get the carbs up and you can't eat any more complex carbs that's where the simple carbs come in that's kind of how i always did it do that yeah Yeah. i
1: I, I used to do it literally i I would drink it became a joke but uh, on my youtube videos i always got a strawberry soda after i trained and then i had all these questions one day like why strawberry soda i was like oh because it tastes good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that was it. It yeah. was a like, full answer. I was hey, like, yeah. after I trained, hey, there's, there's a Danny's car wash right here, and they have them for ninety nine cents, which is awesome, and I'm cheap, so there we go.
0: There are tons. There's tons of old magazines and old videos where Jay Cutler talks clearly about having a bottle, of, a cold bottle of Coca Cola after his yep. workout. He That's says, classic, like always, oh, like off season, the whole off-season, you'd have it, like a full sugar Coca Cola. You know, a nice cold Coca-Cola, driving home from the gym. he talks about that. I've heard him talk about that lots, you know? Yeah, it's you like, try. everyone DJ thinks color. they need these expensive, I gotta buy this like super duper polysaccharide powder that's gonna, you know, replenish my glycogen. It's
1: like, yeah, Yeah, that's cool. You know, <laughs> that's cool. You should, try, yeah. you should try a regular Coke. <clears throat> it's good yeah. stuff. Coca-Cola, I should be careful. Yeah, Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dusty, Cola. do you do your own beard? No, ah.
1: no, that is done on Fridays. I don't know his name, he doesn't speak English, but he's awesome.
2: You have this thing, I didn't notice it because we have we, we see each other straight on, right? And that's mm-hmm. this is the way we see each other, we don't see each other from different angles. And one of the first things I noticed, Dusty, when we did the uh, the mutant mansion, you have this cool fade thing that you do with your beard. Ever since then, I've been like, when you get the fade of your hair. You yeah. cut it. There's like a little angle. Can you get a little turn for us. This is it? It's not Friday. It's a day before Friday, guys. So we're literally yeah. two days before. We're on the cusp of about
1: the fade. It still gets the fade going though. And after I saw you that, know? I was like,
2: I want to do that fade, but I still haven't. I still haven't done. Maybe for the Arnold. Maybe the. It's the barber. It's all about the barber. You know, you got to find someone that will do it.
1: But then it's a pain in the. You know what? Because you literally have to go every week because it. Uh, the, it fades away. <laughs> Tommy Styles, No English means no talking. That's the true win.
0: <laughs> See, and that's exactly what
1: I tell people. I sit down, and he goes fade, and I go yes. And he gets it down, and I look at me, and he goes good or more. And I'm like a little more. Yeah. That's our full conversation. I close my eyes. There you go. Oh, that's funny. It's amazing. Yes,
0: that's funny. Uh, I had a massage yesterday, and I uh, I found the perfect massage uh, practitioner. She is. Just the right amount of like aggression, where every single time I see her, I feel better because of it, not and worse, not yeah. not worse. And then yeah. because you know, I because of it, she's at doing the perfect amount of pressure and just really great at what she does. I fall asleep five minutes in, sleep the whole thing. She's like, "Kate, turn over." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Turn over," and then I'm like. <laughs> I wake up and she's like dragging my neck, you know, they finish you off dragging your neck. She's like lifting my head and dropping it. And I like wake up. I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah. Just give me 10 minutes to get
1: off the bed. I'm just completely out of it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. That's so like, That's like a great, you, you paid for a nap, essentially. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I paid for that? a nap.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, enjoyed the interview with Flex. I see Brian Lee just commented, enjoyed <clears throat> the interview with Flex. That was perfect timing. For that to come out, because we still kind of like we're on the air for a week, almost a little bit. Me and Dusty got a little bit of, you know,
1: yeah, to push well, that out. I, I still have to watch too. that.
2: But I heard it was really good. I've had people telling me that it was awesome. And like I said, the comments were were spectacular. There were people asking where we were at, you know, so they knew yeah. what was up, which is cool. It's nice. It's nice. If we have to be gone, it's nice to be missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. OK, what do we got going on here? How about this one? So this question was intended for you guys initially. I'm going to be honest with you. I already did ask this question on blood, sweat, and gear. And it did raise a lot of controversy. But this was intended for you. It's from Patreon, from Jim McDonald. And he says, um, all right. So he says, how far do you go with trimming off your chicken breast when cooking it? Sometimes... I wonder if I'm crazy. And then he also adds, what do you use, knife or scissors? Oh, man. Man. Well, I mean,
0: I buy my chicken breasts now at this butcher, and they come so clean that I don't do anything to them ever. They're just, like, perfect, and I just... (laughs) Do nothing. Rod and then I eat the entire me. thing. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> it is so
1: amazing. I was like, Rod already Rod knows this no this way. I'm, really I'm this, there's no way I'm nothing. There's no way I'm doing that.
0: Yeah. No, the chicken breasts I buy, they're just I eat the entire thing. Like there's not a single little smidge of anything left, you know. But um I I I think maybe like I used to buy when I was in college, I bought chicken breast on the bone because it was so cheap. And I remember doing a test when I was in college. I think I told you guys about this, about chicken yield. Mm -hmm. And I bought a kilo, a kilo of frozen chicken, a kilo of two different types of, you know, fresh chicken and uh, a kilo of chicken breast on the bone. (laughs) This was an actual school project, too, right? No, no, this is uh, just no. Game. Oh, this okay. I this this thought this so was like a, a meathead pro- no, no. class project. <laughs> no, no, because I was I was prepping during my college semester. So he was poor. Uh, he needed to figure this yeah. out. Okay, okay, poor. Yeah, I was on. Like, I, a super I was. Budget, right?
2: I was picturing like you had like uh, you know construction paper and, and I did like, a presentation and- <laughs> at the end with yeah, all the yeah. chicken. Yeah, the yeah. are just for looks. And he's uh, all yeah. jacked, like three hundred pounds, all bloated <laughs> up in the face. <laughs> like so, it's $8.99 a
0: kilo cooked. Yeah. yeah, everyone's like, "Who is this guy?" Like, yeah, that's so, what I that's what I had in my head. Oh, that's well, that, I could, I, you know what? From Leave now it. on, that's Leave the story. I'm going right, to do good. that from now on. Yeah. So, but I, I cooked them all, and the I remember clearly the kilo of frozen chicken yielded 550 grams of chicken it was so full of fluid and then the two fresh chickens they yielded the they yielded the most they yielded like 800 grams or something a little bit more than that of chicken like really high yield but the on the bone chicken if i cooked it and then stripped it off the bone as best i could and weighed that it yielded slightly less but cost per pound was the best so that's what it i would cook out. that's what worked out so i would cook all my chicken on the bone on the barbecue it was real nice and i lived with a guy who was in the hunting so he was cooking like all these elk sausages and bison sausage and all this stuff on the barbecue so there'd be all this like flavor. like flavor kind of burning God. off the char- off the grill off the charcoal all the time so it was like the best chicken i ever cooked that whole prep I never had chicken like that again it was like this the secret combo you know plus when you cook chicken with the bone on it has way more flavor in it because the you know the flavor from the bones gets into the chicken so that's my chicken 101
2: free for everyone there you go we did get a question too about like a good recipe for tender chicken i feel like that does fit there you go
1: well tender chicken is just how you cook it like this is something that drives me crazy and i do this with clients you'll see, I'll say, well, you know, they'll get bored of their food. I'm like, well, how are you cooking it? Well, I'm not a good cook. I'm like, do you have Google? (laughs) Like literally when, when I, when I bought a gas grill for the first time, I was like, I want this chicken to be cooked moist. Google how to cook moist chicken on a gas grill. Enter. Yeah. You get a full breakdown on how to do it. Like, so step one, you, you said you wanted it to be moist. Google that. Then put some seasoning on it and you're all set. Like it's it's really yeah. That's the part with chicken that people mess up. And and I know because when I first got into bodybuilding, I didn't do that. So my fear was getting sick with chicken. So I'd overcook it on purpose every time and it tasted awful. But I was like, I don't want to get sick. And then, you know, someone said, Hey, moron, you have a phone in your hand. Why don't you Google that?
2: Yeah. And that was that. It's literally literally been perfect ever
1: since. It's so easy. So there you go. Google, you're
2: welcome. I've been lucky. Victoria's been making our chicken for us. We either have the ground turkey. She'll make a big vat of that. Or sometimes I do that. And then she'll um, she'll cook up a bunch of chicken for us in the slow cooker and then season yeah. that all up. Now, we usually get like a, a decent chicken, not like the cheapest stuff you can get. But, you know, considering, like, I'm figuring, like, okay, I'm out of a job at YouTube. I need to start saving money. <laughs> we went to the grocery <laughs> store, and I was like, you know what? That two ninety nine chicken breast isn't looking too bad. We just throw that stuff in the uh, slow cooker. Let's try it. It was the biggest mistake. It, like, it, I thought, how could this go wrong? It's still getting all tenderized, and it's basically shredded, and it's just not not as good. It's not as good of a yeah. new product, I have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like in
0: Pulp Fiction, when he's uh, he's at the, uh, the that that guy's house and he he says, "You take the Pepsi challenge with that Amster's, uh, uh, Amsterdam yeah. stuff, and you'll know where that extra <laughs> money went." Very <laughs> true. I thought a chicken every time I see that
1: scene. I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> been there, been there." Okay, right, we've got one we for got here?
2: The Chinese gym equipment. He um, says, "What do you think about the clones?" And he says. Not the, chi- okay, excuse me. He says, question for Ron. Have you tried Chinese gym equipment? Not the clone stuff. He says, WNQ, uh D H Z M B H. All these names yeah. I know nothing
0: about. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm an expert on the current state of Chinese equipment. So what used to be the situation was it was just all this knockoff stuff coming out of there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's just all these copies of hammer floating around and, and it would look really close to the same, but you'd notice like, oh, you're using different bolts or something. And then you try it out and it would, it's not quite the same. You're like, oh, this isn't the same. You know, it'd be Mm -hmm. kind of messed up and they got better at it. And, uh, and then I think it was like 2016, I was in Asia with mutant because we have have a big distributor over there. And I was training at a gym in Taipei, Taiwan. And uh, they had all this stuff called Hurricane USA. And it's funny because it's not made in the USA at all. They just put <laughs> USA on the brand because that makes it popular over there. But it's made, made, made in China or Taiwan. I can't remember. Huh. But it was the best copy of Hammer I've ever used. Like, it, they had everything. It felt identical. Like, they properly copied it, I guess. Yeah. Um, And it seemed like it was pretty um. durable. You know what I mean? But... You got to be careful with some of that knockoff stuff because, you know, it'll look like a pre-core leg press, but it'll say in in little numbers like maximum 500 pounds.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And you're like, oh, this isn't the same steel. Like, <laughs> you know, these aren't the same bolts and this isn't the same rail, you know? So like I've run into that sort of stuff, um, but I don't know what, oh, someone just said DHZ is gym 80. Oh. So okay. I don't know if he up. means that it's, actually Jim 80 and they just renamed it for the Chinese market or yeah. if he means that it's a copy of Jim 80 I don't know what he means there but maybe he'll throw something up but yeah and I didn't recognize any of those
2: letters hmm I got a couple more here um go so I just just a comment we're going to put this up so this is a fake Facebook user over at Facebook, you have to, I'm going to hit this button. Boom. I just uh, sent out the link. If you copy this link or you go to it, you can get your identification put in. So we don't know what it is, but it says, uh, please keep the show going for at least another 35 (laughs) minutes. I'm trying to get through my cardio. So there's that. That's one thing. But then related to cardio, uh, we had this one. So hit versus list, list, list cardio. And then, uh, basically also they're saying they're looking for strategies. Oh, so
0: I don't like to have people do a lot of lists like low intensity cardio in the off season. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? A little bit of maintenance maybe, but, um, I know from my current experience now. I'd rather do a little bit of hit in the off season, actually, like just for the efficiency of it. Like, go we do ten minutes on the bike, doing some sprints, like twice a week, and then like nothing else. Yeah, and it just—I I don't know—that's sort of more up my alley. I wish I wish I would have tried that more when I was, you know, really big because I like it now. Like, I like how it it works now.
1: You know, you wouldn't like um, it as much if you were big. If yeah, you're yeah. 300 pounds. The logic. You know, yeah. you know, I like it when I was big. You were 330. You didn't want to get on yeah. a bike. Don't let yeah, him.
2: He I, didn't ride in convertibles. Really just, he didn't I, ride in small cars at the time. Yeah. You
0: know? I think it makes sense that the that when you're fatter, I remember John Meadows used to kind of say this. He he thought it made sense that the fatter you are, the better high intensity cardio should work. Because right. you know it's really hard work. Um, and then the leaner you get, like when your glutes are in and stuff, you shouldn't be doing that. It's too, you're, you're probably on super low calories and you're probably dieting really hard. And then you should be doing the easiest cardio, like the, the dilette cardio. That's what John used to kind of talk about a lot. And I thought it made sense.
1: Yeah. I think the, the, what, what I like in the, um, with the hit cardio in the off season is really more about how well it impacts my training leg day because, you oh don't, yeah, you like, the amount of times when I was really heavy that, cause I would do no cardio back in the day, just none. It's just. just yeah, Same here. And uh, wind would end set sometimes before strength would. And I would know it. I'm like, ah, oh, like you just left something right there. Um, where I was doing three days a week on that damn Echo bike. And all I do is 30 seconds all out. 60 to 90 seconds, like complete cruise, 30 seconds all out. And I literally will do three minutes, maybe five max of the all out. And number one, you feel like you're going to die. But within like two weeks of doing that three times a week, wind went through the roof. I was like, oh, this thing is magical. That's, that's the greatest cheap investment I've ever bought for the house is that stupid bike. <laughs> that's that was yeah. a terrible advertisement, huh? Love yeah. that thing. I hate it. Yeah, I was really
0: happy. I was able to do – I did some sprints on the bike um, after legs this week. I had a good leg workout. My hip is getting better. I was really, really happy. I was able to hack squats somewhat, you know, not crazy heavy, but I was able to do a nice and deep and sit in the bottom for a second and, like, felt good. And uh, then I got on the bike after, and I got some pretty good – they weren't 100% effort, but they were, like, 80% effort sprints – And I got my legs really moving, and I was like, "I got my lungs were burning. I hadn't done any cardio for a few weeks, so I was just like,
2: yeah, catches up. How about this one? And this is going to be a fun one. I I think we have a story coming. Hopefully we do that we've never heard from Dusty. So Uh Thick Gary over at Patreon, he says, what are some of the things Dusty didn't expect to counter as a supplement store owner and who are the weirdest customers you ever ran into? Oh, man. We had a, a
1: lot of things. But <clears throat> I think the the most common thing that shocked me was people would come in. And, and I had a, a, ret- a return policy, but I was pretty lenient with it as long as you weren't out of control because our customers are pretty consistent. But I remember the first time this happened, I had a guy come in and he brought in a creatine product that had 300 capsules in it. Um, and you would use, it was a 30-day supply. So we brought it in and he said, I need to return this. And I said, okay, and he put it on the counter. I was like, all right, well, what's the deal with it? He goes, "I didn't work. I'm like, oh, well, what did you expect it to do? He goes, "I ah, it just didn't work. And I was like, well, if it's within the 10 days, I'm sure it'll be fine. So I said, you have the receipt? Oh, I don't have the receipt. So I said, well, and I go to grab it and it's empty. What? It's completely gone. And I was like, sir, this is empty. And he goes, yeah, but it didn't work. <laughs> I was like, but it's empty. I can't return this to the manufacturer. And he goes, yeah, but, it, you know, I mean, it didn't work. And, you know, you should stand behind it. And I said, so if you go to the grocery store and you buy a loaf of bread and eat it all, do you take the wrapper back and go, I didn't like this. I'm more of a, more of a weak guy. And he was actually angry that I would not return it. And the amount of people who would get mad in those scenarios that like, you you couldn't even believe that they were serious. Like, I I mean, I almost thought like a friend of mine was messing with me when he sent somebody in. I'm like, this is absolutely empty. So that was a a normal thing. And then the only other thing that I thought was interesting about that industry was people would come in and treat you like you weren't a normal business. Like they'd come in and it's $49.99. They go, you take 30 for this? And I'm like, (laughs) wait, what? Yeah, what? this isn't a flea market. <laughs> I'm like, we got a door, we got a sign, we got all these things, and that was like you're selling muffins from normal. a table in front of a
0: school event. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like you take yeah. three for five. <laughs> just super <laughs> random things, and you you would you would just shake your head. Um,
1: but my favorite, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tread carefully, so everyone do your best to follow this, were people that would come in and kind of like look back and go hey so uh oh, you got I any know. other things you sell here yeah yeah i'm like this is a business are you crazy like yes come into my back room where we have the other things yeah we're yeah yeah a- we're not like right on the border of mexico like come on bro yeah so yeah. that and that was normal as well i mean that would be once every week someone would come in and i'm like Officer, we don't do that here, but I do have a police and fire discount.
2: It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like That's the uh, the 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 recipes thing. It's like you have Google, right? Nowadays, at least, you know, right. same <laughs> <like>, thing. <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> I like for a I was like, oh, there. It I like it this one. I like
0: this one from Chris Anderson. Hello from Patreon. What's the most bro science advice or information you ever? heard yes and thank you
2: for the uh support over at patreon chris i appreciate it man
0: i i well this list is endless (laughs) but i'm gonna take you back to the 90s take everybody on a little time travel delorean when people used to say oh yeah you know the toughest is the last week because you can't use toothpaste yeah yeah and i go what they're like, well, it's got sodium in it. If you read the label on toothpaste, there's sodium in it. And I remember Can't drink. water. I remember, <laughs> I remember just thinking to myself because this is coming from like someone who's actually like in an authority position, you know, like did I'm he a have young teeth? did he
2: have teeth? Right? Did he have teeth?
0: <laughs> How was his dental hygiene? Yeah. Um, and I remember just thinking, oh, I don't care who says that. I think it's too stupid to listen to.
2: Yeah, like it
0: didn't matter if he even presented a study. I'd be like, "I'm using toothpaste." Yeah, like I don't want to win that bad. <laughs> like <laughs> I've,
2: got, I've got like a you level. The line.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like no, that's ridiculous. There's no way that's true. There's no way that's true. Oh. I remember uh, Dorian Yates at a press conference. Someone asked him he was chewing gum. This was like ninety one, ninety two Olympia, and someone said, "Oh, like how many pieces of gum do you chew a day?" And he's like, "I don't know." Pay no attention at all. We're like, "Oh, do you like limit the amount of because it got sweetener in it back then? Like you know the artificial sweetener." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "It never even crossed my mind. I'm in shape. Like, you know, just so funny."
1: (laughs) That's that's valid. I as soon as you mentioned that, it, it did help bring some things. I wouldn't say it's the most bro science thing, but definitely the most common in our era was backstage at shows, rice cakes with jam on them.
2: Got to be rice cakes. Got to be jam.
1: As no if other way. Yeah, something was going to take place in that last forty-five minutes. I remember, t- like t- I was told minutes. very specifically. Like, okay, when you get back there, you're going to get out three rice cakes. And like, and you got to get the jam. And I'm like, oh, I got jelly. Am I screwed? I mean, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, then it's like, oh, how much do I, I mean, I, and I was trying to follow. So I'm like, so I eat it and I, I look the same, <laughs> it tasted good. Yeah. Everyone else is doing it. No one looks any better. And it was just, it was funny because I didn't know anything about bodybuilding at that point at all. And I was like. Why is everyone doing this? Because I I felt nothing. I saw nothing. But literally 30% of the room was doing it. And it was funny to watch because as soon as you realize, you start going, I used to laugh because I see all sorts of nonsense go on backstage. And or I'll have new clients come to me and they're like, hey, so what are we doing on the last day to like really fill me out? And I'm like, no, you're going to be full already. Yeah. (laughs) right.
2: (laughs) I, uh, yeah.
0: I'll never forget um there was a guy backstage who was a heavyweight. And, like, he was going on within an hour. And he was sitting there eating this giant tub of steak and potato. And he was just shoveling. And it was like, man, like, it's like, Dusty, like, think of putting four of your meals in a tub. Yeah. Okay, right? <laughs> like, because it was, was like. Steak. Like it was food for the whole day. It must have been his food for yeah. the day, and he was just sitting there, just plowing this steak and potato. And I remember just thinking, like, "Holy shit, you're you're on!" Oh, I just uh, I dropped in a. it's a all right. we, we can do a little bit. You can, you're, we're good. You can do a little bit. I just remember thinking, like, he's on in like like the, the, the like the light heavy like the middle weights are like literally pumping up. Like he's not that far away. Yeah. And he's shoveling all this food, and then sure as hell. I went and saw the heavyweights. He was so distended, just yeah. big midsection sticking out, sound on stage. I was like, man, just the worst idea to stuff
2: yourself with food like that, you know, 30 minutes from going on stage. Yeah. I never heard this one. Chris Anderson, who asked the question, he said the most bro science thing I ever heard was holding a 45 plate, uh, pound plate for one minute meant that you could bench 300 pounds. And he says in a front raise. So if you could do oh, that. Like holding that, it out here? Yeah, like I guess one hand. If you could do that, I, that meant you definitely could do 300-pound bench.
1: I think that that's something that like an older guy decided to say at a gym one time. Yeah, definitely. like, see
2: if you could get yeah. people to do it.
1: <laughs> like, because I'd have been over there going, I could do that. I can bench 315.
0: I will say, if you can hold a 45-pound plate out in front of you with a straight arm for a minute, that's so You could rather definitely impressive. bench 315. Yeah, you could probably bet three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably not wrong, but it doesn't make it any all, sense. It does
2: work. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. That's like some. Yeah. Tom, what's his name? Tom Haviland? Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a Haviland move. Just do. yeah. yeah, does that, does that whole wall, jumping room.
1: on a, a bale of hay is what he yeah. does. Yeah, you right. gotta have
2: a bale of hay. Yeah. So we've got uh, Mega, Mega Jean here. She says, uh, "What's the most in?" Uh, inconvenient random pump cramp you ever got oh my god
0: i have one hands down yeah i know this one the both so it happened to me like several times and it would happen like friday night before a show yeah i would just get a little bit too dehydrated maybe if i had a bit of diuretic in my system or something and my both my sartorius muscles cramped Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> and those are brutal because it is really, really hard to stretch your sartor- sartorius muscle out. Yeah, you have to like flare your feet out, stand kind of wide stance against the wall, and d- drop your pelvis into, into, into the it. wall and arch your back and try to. It's like a like a d- duck footed pelvic thrust to stretch your sartorius muscles out, and and you have to like almost manually try to dig into them to add stretch to get them to let go it is the worst feeling man i was dying one year at north americans i was dying i started drinking salt water because i thought oh my, i'm screwed i
1: overdid it that ugh, the worst i had the um i had a different muscle but similar thing i was sleeping good in the middle of the night i went to the bathroom i laid back down in bed and i stretched and when i did my quad locked up so I was like, uh-oh, and I just leaned out of the bed and kind of stepped down and I said, okay, all I got to do is stretch the quad. You know, so I, I just, I was like, okay, I can't reach down, like my leg is locked. So I'm just going to bend my knees and kneel on the floor. Yeah. And as I did that and the quad started hurting more and more and more, the ham locked up.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the natural <laughs> progression. <laughs>
1: and now I'm just like, now I'm just screaming on the ground and I'm laying down and I just was like reaching back with my own arm and just punching my hamstring trying to get I was like I don't know if this does anything but this is my natural reaction to somehow solve this and eventually it took but I just remember like by the time I stood up again then you're afraid to like fully stand so I just kind of like pushed myself back up in the bed with my arms and like laid down and then I asked the girl that was with me I'm like I'm going to need you to go get me some water with some salt and just put it in here and I just kind of figured it out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't talk to me don't make me move but i'm gonna need you to wake up at three in the morning and do this real quick yeah
2: yeah back to the question Rude. of
1: how how hard is it to find a date as a bodybuilder oh. yeah right
2: <laughs> it's all fun and games until they start cramping on you you know <laughs> or they get hungry yeah. one of the two yeah i yeah, had one that like i can think of so many different uh, like inconvenient times to have gotten a cramp like Coming home from the gym after training back and all of a sudden my forearms are both like one's locking up on the steering wheel on the freeway. Ninety six Detroit potholes brush hour and then like, oh, shit, I got to let go. And then this arm starts cramping on me. So there's been that. But the one time and I may have told you guys this one before it was at uh, Mike Birbiglia, a comedian. I, first time I went to go see a comedian, he was freaking awesome too. But I got tickets to go see him, and of course, I trained before that. And there are these little tiny seats at the Royal Oak Music Theater, and I'm kind of like in the middle down front. Not thankfully, it wasn't like right up front, but of course, you're like, you don't want to get picked on, right? And then all of a sudden, my abs started cramping, and the show just started. And, like, what am I going to do? Like, what I really needed to do was, like, stand up and go exactly. like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm trying to do one of these things. And I eventually I did get it to, to loosen up, but, like, I thought I was going to. It was, like, in the middle, too. So it's not like I could stand up and just walk out. I literally yeah, yeah. was gonna have to stand up and just stretch in front of the like right. the whole room. You know there. what I mean? In front of a comedian, <laughs> which then you open yourself up, you know. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. We like, what's this guy scenario. doing? Yeah, yeah. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. What's
1: going on with you? Yeah, you could have fun <laughs> yeah. with that one.
2: Bodybuilder cramping, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're they're going in on that one. Way too easy. Yeah.
2: Ooh, Ron. How about the this one? Rate the three eras of Metallica. So Faces. we've got. You bass, thank yeah, bassist. You. bassist, let me bring it up here so I can see it a little bit better. Okay, there we go. This. What's this? Cliff, this Jason, Robert, best oh, worst yeah. album of each and each era as a whole against each other.
0: Ah, uh, it's uh, well, Cliff's best album. He did the first three, and Master of Puppets was like the masterpiece, and then he died unfortunately. And uh, but Master of Puppets is still my favorite Metallica album. It's just such a savage like unbelievable album from start to finish. And uh, like the first two Metallic albums are amazing. Like they just, they were, they were nuts right off the bat, you know, but master of puppets was like, Oh wow. They're writing like epic, ridiculous music now, you know? Yeah. So, so that would be Cliff's best album. Um. Now Jason was on and justice for all, which is an amazing album. But if you guys don't know the, the, the bass player mythology behind justice. Um, Jason Newsted is almost not even on the album because Lars had it in his head that he wanted this really raw garage sound for justice. And they wanted it to sound a certain way, this really stripped down type of sound. And they say now that they fucked up. Whoops. Sorry. Oh, Swore there, Scott. It's all right. They say Me- now that it was, They say now that it was a mistake to do, but they treated Jason like crap on that album because they were kind of young, dumb kids that were on a lot of booze and drugs, and they were upset that Cliff died, and Jason wasn't going to fill his shoes and all that sort of resentment. And they treated him badly, and Lars had them turn the bass down on the album, and he wanted it barely audible by the human ear. Like, For some reason, he got it in his head that he wanted like a really different garage sound and he didn't and there's no bass on justice like people are like i can't even hear jason's bass lines on this album like there's no bass on it Mm. and so that's the weird part about that record but it's an incredible record but then the black album obviously the big one with sandman and all that when they got hugely commercially successful was the next record and jason's all over that album right so i would say that's his best one and robert i mean you know the band was already so established when he joined, but I thought Death Magnetic was a great record. That's like 2007. That was a great
2: record. He's on that one. That's all I get. That's what I. That, that'll be my answer. You're old enough to remember, Ron. Do you remember the face? So I went to I saw them play when they were touring for the Black album, and they opened up mm-hmm. for Danzig, who opened yep. up for suicidal. T- uh, I so probably shouldn't have said that band name. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> Tendency. It's, it's a band name. <laughs> yeah, it is. But. Yeah, yeah. So it was,
0: a, it was It was. ST and Dan Zaga Metallica.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you recall, though, at that period with the Black Album, that it felt like they sold out? Like, at the Black Album, I felt like, oh, man, like, they kind of Metallica's over. They cut their hair you know so, so they, that wasn't in, that wasn't until the load album they cut out. oh their the hair. load album but we still felt was
0: it the black yes. album we felt like they sold out i thought the, so The the real hardcore metal heads
2: were upset yeah. Um, that's that's what I remember I, from but we still went and we still loved it. They yeah, played they played all the old stuff too.
0: Yeah, it was and I wasn't upset cuz I wasn't I was also into other music. So I wasn't <clears> as hardcore of a metalhead. I wasn't mad at Metallica for the black album. The thing they were upset about is oh, the, the you know they went to 5 minute songs, more radio playable. You yeah. know, Sandman, they had the slow song on there. They had Unforgiven, they had Nothing Else Matters, so they had two slow singles. Which yeah. was like, people were like, oh, this is like, you know, this is, well, that's how you sell albums and get really filthy, stinking rich kids. I hate to break right it to play. you, but yeah, like, you know, how many ride the lightnings are you going to write before you're oh, like, I just want to get paid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that's what everyone was upset about. But I remember in 95 when load came out and we opened the album cover and they were all in there with short hair.
2: Yeah. Everyone
0: was like, what happened? Yeah, you know, you know what happened. They all got married and had kids.
2: Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Hard to do
1: hey. your hair in the morning with two kids. Yeah, that's what. Women this is do. how it works. Somebody know.
2: sent me a picture of myself at the Metallica concert, like going there. I thought I yeah. had it. I, yeah, yeah. It, it was like one of my friends from high school. Oh, I thought you year. were saying,
1: like, just now. I was like, Whoa. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. And I was seeing if I could pull it up because it was such a. I'll see if I can find it. If I can, I'll, I'll bring it up at some point in the show. But I'm supposed to be paying attention to the questions. So I kind of missed stuff. You're fired. Yeah, that's all right. I got it. It's the second time this week. Yeah. <laughs> we were all fired once. Um, how about this one? I'm just going to go with it randomly. Question, how do you guys feel about all the open bodybuilding show prize money being raised to 15K minimum? Do you think that it will bring the big names out to compete more um, that uh, two weeks in two weeks you can make 30K? Uh
0: you know, with how expensive it is to be a pro bodybuilder and the total cost that goes into everything—cost of living, cost of everything—bumping um, first place from ten to fifteen, I don't really think that does much. I don't really think anyone's even going to notice that, are they? Like, I don't no. know, Dusty. Do, how many guys are going to be motivated by an extra five k for the win? They better be. They would, they, they, they would think they—they would think they're going to win anyways. For them to be extra yeah. motivated, I think.
1: I feel like that's the, the the missing component to bodybuilding is first off, find I know that the shows aren't busier necessarily, which they are because they've created more things. but um, all other industries have skyrocketed other other sports avenues financially. There were shows in the 90s paying10,000 dollars to winners there were shows in 2023 paying 10,000 to winners. The fact that they're bumping up and I know a lot of people go, that's, that's 50%. I'm like, yeah, in 30 years, like that does not cover the inflation from when Kevin Lavroni won $10,000 in 1992. I just made up the numbers. So don't check that, but it, It it really doesn't, it really doesn't cover it. So no, I don't think it motivates anyone to compete more. Um, I mean, it's great if I want I mean, if you pay me a hundred grand or you pay me 105, I'll always take the extra five, but it, it's not enough to push people in. And like Ron said, so what? So for the, for the two guys who think they're going to win those shows, that's a, a bump. I think a lot of people really need to understand in bodybuilding. If you want to make a career out of this, you do it on your own. Because unless, yes, don't count on any me, you that will stuff. know if you were born to make a money as a bodybuilder on stage, you'll know before your first show, you will yeah. change so <laughs> rapidly, you will pass everyone you know, you will win your first show, it'll be, you know, just as quickly as Ron and I knew that wasn't us. You'll know it is you. Um, you know, you got to remember Phil Heath was asked to compete. You know, right as soon as he he did something, he exploded. You know, and then you've got the current Mr. Olympia sees him at a show and goes, "Mm, I'm gonna take this one in when he's at a show. Yeah, so when Jake
0: Cutler, when when you're at your very first show and Jake Cutler walks up to you and says, Um, I'm gonna make a phone call tomorrow because you need us, you need a contract.
1: Yeah, 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 that's that's the difference. So I think if bodybuilding wants to make a scoop, you have to understand, and this isn't a shot like. I appreciate the organization, but they've made a business decision to keep the money in-house. So, yeah. because you got to remember, the MPC is is all the same as the IFBB. It's all funneled in there and there's a lot of money coming in and there's not a lot of money going out. Like when you put on a show, who do you think pays those that prize money? Yeah. It ain't the IFBB. It's the person putting on the show. Yep. Guess who gets paid to allow them to put on the show? The IFBB. Who pays it? the promoter of the show. That's why people don't can't realize that there aren't shows that are staying. Cause people only want to lose money for so long. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's not really that much fun to put these shows on unless you're, you know, Jake Wood and you have more money than you know what to do with. And you're just like, I love this.
2: Yeah. He just enjoys doing it. That's really what it's like. Yes. I have, have a hobby. Wo- he has a hobby to too. Of strength. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Which is a, a phenomenal show with all the best female bodybuilders. But, uh, Try to get tickets five minutes before the show because you can. And that's not a diss on the girls. I mean, we, I love them. It's just a fact of, you know, you're, he's not trying to make money with this. It's a passion. Yeah. And he loves the sport. And I would do the same thing if I had that kind of cash because, hell yeah, love it. But, yeah, it's 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 uh, bodybuilding is, is a passion you should do because you love it. And if you want to make money, be good at social media. Be good at business. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely. but uh,
2: shameless not plug. in
0: the in, in the bodybuilding. Yeah.
2: Shameless plug. How do you how do they reach out to us for coaching, guys? What's your best ways to get hit up for coaching?
1: My email is just um, in my uh, bio, so it's simple there. But just my name, which is complicated, Dusty at DustyHansha That's it. Yeah. Simple. You can hit me up. Hit
2: me up on Instagram. I'm terrible with Instagram, McNallyDiets at gmail.com. But I do put all of our Instagrams up on the show notes of every episode. I yeah, found my I'll picture. T- talk
0: with you there, and I'll give you my
2: email, and we'll go from there. I found my I picture. Owned, you know, this is I me to trying, to, trying to grow a mustache <laughs> at 16 years old. Oh, damn. Yeah. Notice how he picks the picture. Out. he got <laughs> <picks> three, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> with three ladies. ladies. None of them were my girlfriends. None of them were my girlfriends. But she was there, too. I think she was taking the picture. Uh, and we were in Chris Powers' mom's minivan going to see Metallica. That was, uh, the girl somebody, in the back was,
1: looks like it's just a head, the way yeah. she's like propped over <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. That was one of those times when we had so many kids piling in that car that somebody had to sit in the back where there wasn't a seat. Oh, like, that that's was the so, backpack. Yeah, so how old was, were, like, were the you back there? Back. You said you were 15? I had to be, I think I was 16. I think I was 16. I had the to base. strong. Dude. Yeah, right. Right. In the backward baseball cap. I could pull it off back then. You know, I think it's yeah.
1: fantastic. I thought you just drank chocolate milk that day. Yeah. It um. might've been
2: a little dirt or something, you know?
0: Hey, <laughs> okay. so do those, do any of those girls know who you are now? Do they know that you're the producers? Scott? Oh, they know yeah. I'm Scott the am. producer. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I take them all on. So I take them on
0: Facebook. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny facebook yeah yeah where yeah. you know everyone from high school
2: yeah so uh we gotta we gotta wrap it up here i think guys i think this is about all we have okay. time for i this is late for me i have to get to sleep i gotta if i may say though i am so freaking grateful once again that we have this channel that we are back and just for anybody who wasn't watching at the beginning I've got a link for Rumble right in here. There's going to be links for Rumble everywhere. Check out that stuff because there will be some content that's not going to be on Facebook moving or excuse me Instagram moving forward. Excuse me, Slate, uh, wow. YouTube, so YouTube. Family. It's late for me. <laughs> this is we we've already done with the Apple by now. You know we're getting ready yeah. for oh, bed. Oh, yeah, the, the
1: family Apple. Apple has already
0: happened. Yeah. Ah, oh, we're into Apple time, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so. all coming
2: together. I am looking forward, though, to getting back to our regular shows. And, yeah, just we're going to have more stuff and things are going to be moved around. So bear with me with that. And I just wanted to say I I appreciate you guys so much. And I appreciate our listeners so much. This is is a really freaking important day to me. So thank you.
0: Don't know what you got till it's
2: gone. Run! Run! Right? Just
1: just shut it off right there. I like, got God, a lighter there. in the air. I got my lighter <laughs> in the air. I'm going to play some ballads. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>